Are you ready to turn your investments into retirement income? Listen in as Jeremy Kyle and his guests reveal ways you can make smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions to achieve your ideal retirement. You will learn more about your money so you can feel better about your money and make better money decisions. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle, and I'm joined by my producer, Eric Johnson. Eric, how are you today? Jeremy, I am fantastic. So happy to be with you again. Yes, absolutely. We're in the part of the world now where it started, uh, the, the sun starts shining again for the first time in months. So it's yeah. been, it's a great day. That's right. It's like a bear coming out of hibernation. I feel like I'm shaking a lot of things off right now. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Good. Awesome. Well, we, uh, we've got somebody on the guest, uh, as a guest today. It's not just the two of us, but we've got Susan Latramoy on, and she's even more north than we are. Uh, you're in Canada, coming to us from Canada, Susan. Oh. That's right. Yes. Just uh, the other side of the Great Lakes from you guys. Yeah, in Toronto. Got it. Wonderful. Well, I might have to meet. Um, might have to change that to say you might not be more north than us. That's uh, apparently a misconception, right? Is that the part of the world where Detroit's more north than than Canada? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think we're. <laughs> I looked on the map, and I think we're due east of you. All right. Well, good. All right. Well, our neighbor to the east, we'll call you. There you go. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Well, Susan. Susan, you've been an advisor for 35 years in, in Canada, and now you've moved into a different uh, part of connecting with, with clients. Can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to uh, what it is that you're doing now? Sure, sure. Thanks, Jeremy. Yes, um, I was an advisor doing similar work to what Jeremy does for the past 35 years. And in the end of 2019, I decided to sell my practice and focus on the non-financial side of retirement planning. Uh, throughout my career where my clients were all either high net worth or ultra high net worth people, my role was really to help them save for their retirement and plan their future. And um, so my clients were successful financially, but I watched a number of them as they made the transition into retirement not be that happy. And I thought, why is this? When the, when the cash is there, the retirement income is there, why aren't they feeling this sense of joy and, and satisfaction that they've yearned to have throughout their working years? So that's when I decided to make the move to start working on the non-financial side of retirement planning. Well, we connected, Susan, through a group called Return on Life, and they talk about how the money is there to serve what you want in your life as opposed to the other way around. And you've developed a lot of concepts, ideas, even wrote a book on that idea. Can you tell us a little bit about, I think you call it, is it the rich life mindset? Yes. Yeah, exactly. The book that I wrote, it was way back in 2006 that I wrote my first book. It's called The Rich Life Managing Wealth and Purpose. Because in my view, you really have to have a connection between your money and why you're here and what the money's for. And that book was my attempt to really describe what a rich life was all about and then uh, how wealth can serve purpose. And uh, mm -hmm. so the book came out and um, then I, was, I followed it up with a sequel book uh, called It's Not Just About the Money, The Whole Life Approach to Wealth Management. And that was kind of a sequel explaining more about what a good advisor does and how that whole life approach to wealth management really works. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so great. And we're going to get into some of that uh, a little bit later on. But I think it'd be good 
to talk a little bit about some of the problems people are facing when they into uh, go into retirement. It seems like this this dream world, right? You're on vacation 52 weeks out of the year, but you found that there's a lot of problems that occur or at least obstacles that could be there as you transition into retirement. And that's a lot of the reasons why you started getting into this part of the work as opposed to exactly. you know, the dollars and cents and the you know stocks and bonds and things like that. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, so people come into a retirement often with this illusion that it's going to be one long, wonderful vacation and all the things they love to do, like going on vacation to the beach and playing golf, going sailing, uh, playing tennis, all these activities that they thought they would really enjoy and want to do full time in the retirement years, they find out that they're missing a lot of aspects of their previous life. So one of the big ones that people feel a sense of loss is, is their identity. For example, if they've, if you go to a cocktail party and someone says, so, you know, tell me about yourself. And the first thing you do is say, I'm a dentist, I'm a doctor, I'm a business owner. Then you've identified your yourself with your career, your profession, your business. And when that's gone, then people say, well, who am I? What is my identity? And they no longer feel that sense of connection. So the second area that I think people struggle with is structure. You know, when you're working, you get up in the morning, you do your fitness program, you have breakfast, you're on a schedule and you're highly, usually highly productive because you have a lot to do in the day. When you retire and you don't have a plan, that structure goes away. So people tend to sleep a little longer in the morning, kind of get up, be a bit aimless. And pretty soon the day goes by and they really feel that they haven't accomplished anything. And then that mm -hmm. has an impact on their self-worth because then they feel, well, what good am I anyway? So those are just some of the issues that, that people face. We also find that people think that they're going to stay friends with their work colleagues and that those are their friends. And oftentimes that dwindles after a period of time when they leave, that those friendships were work-based and not necessarily socially based or had a meaning outside of the workplace. So those tend to drop away and people start to feel a bit isolated. And I especially think right now with the pandemic that there's a hyper sense of that isolation unless people have a plan and that they have other ways to stay connected. So these are just some of the retirement challenges that, that um, I observe with people making this transition. Yeah, amazing. That's, that's so helpful because a lot of people, when we talk to them, they believe all the answers has to do with what's my rate of return, what's inflation, how much do I take money out? And you're right on that a lot of the answers are not necessarily those or those questions. Those questions are helpful because it helps you do the things that you want to do. Uh, but if you're missing out on what is it I want to do, uh, I, I like that. I think you use the word uh, aimlessly. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. I think that can be right yes. on uh, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting too about the, the structure. Uh, it was just this past weekend there was an article from the Wall Street Journal that talked about when you hit retirement, you ought to have a, a structure. And they went even beyond to say, well, here's how your energy ebbs and flows throughout the day. So they gave some suggestions on what you should do in the beginning of the day, the afternoon, and more towards uh, towards the evening. We'll see if we can get leak that that notes. But um, clearly, sure. the idea of yeah. creating a structure in retirement is a great uh, great idea. It sure and is. Even... So one of the tools that we use is to actually create a, a weekly schedule because you don't have the same Monday to Friday and then it's the weekend. 
Some people say mm-hmm. every day is the weekend when you're retired, right. unless you yeah. have a, a bit of a structure and a schedule. So what we do is prepare a weekly calendar with 21 time slots. So you have morning, afternoon, and evening for those seven mm-hmm. days of the week. And we encourage people to start to fill in their schedule a little bit, not to be so highly scheduled that they think they're at work, but just to have a plan for what they're going to be doing in those 21 time slots. Otherwise, the time just goes away and, you know, the lack of structure leads to some bad habits and then the whole thing goes downhill. So I agree with you that structure is important and it has to be self-imposed sometimes because we don't Mm -hmm. have the, the nine to five mentality that we have when we're working. Yeah, sometimes it's harder when you have the choice. If you're forced to show up at a specific time and specific place, you know, it's uh, things are a little bit on autopilot, but sometimes life is tougher when you have these options and then you end up not uh, accomplishing the things you want to do. So that's, exactly. that's great to have that And then schedule. you don't have that sense of achievement at the end of the day. And I think we all like that, especially what I find is really highly successful people thrive on having a sense of accomplishment, a sense of achievement. And if they don't have that, they feel kind of lost and dejected mm-hmm. and you know then that leads to a downward spiral which of course is not healthy yeah absolutely well if, if people are listening in and they feel as if a lot of this is maybe familiar it's because we had your business partner on just a few episodes ago marianne osher and you two started a group uh, a, a program called the next chapter lifestyle advisors can you just mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about that Yes, yes. Marianne and I teamed up to offer Next Chapter Lifestyle Advisor programs to financial advisors and their clients. And so we do a number of things through Next Chapter. Uh, First of all, we do some client-facing webinars, which um, we'll talk about a little later, Jeremy. Um, We also then do uh, retirement lifestyle training programs for advisors that want to have deeper conversations with their clients where they actually get to know a lot more about them that can actually help them then make a retirement plan as well as can be useful when they're doing the financial plan as well. So there are lots of benefits to that. And then for the clients themselves, we do a client consulting programs. So sometimes just like you would have a personal trainer helping you with your fitness, We're that personal trainer for planning the non-financial side. We leave the financial side of things to you and the financial industry, but the non-financial side, we're kind of like that personal trainer. So we Mm -hmm. help people get a plan in place. And we do that through a number of different methods that we have. We use a diagnostic assessment for people that really want to get to know themselves better. And then we have packages of three, five, or seven sessions. And usually when someone does those a series of sessions, they get great clarity from what they're about to embark on. And that gives them a lot of confidence then to move forward, knowing that they're on the right track and, and really feeling comfortable with this transition into their retirement years. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And I want to make sure that people right now that are listening and want to get a hold of you or Marianne and learn more about uh, some of those different programs, what would be the best way for them to to contact you? Sure. Well, my um, email address is susan at nextchapterlifestyleadvisors.com. And our website is www.nextchapterlifestyleadvisors.com. 
So I'm happy to get an email from someone. I'm also on LinkedIn and our website has a, a fair bit of information on it. There are two tracks to it. One is for financial advisors, people like you, Jeremy, and the other is for individuals and couples. So I'd encourage people to look at that side of our website and reach out to us because we're happy to do a 30 minute, no obligation sort of a introductory call with people. This is a pretty new area, a, a fairly recent emerging industry. So people don't mm -hmm. really know that there is help out there. And when we can offer that 30 minute call, we can help people really understand better what we do and, and figure out if we can help them. Yeah, it's amazing. We meet some people sometimes that just have uh, no concept. They're being introduced to the concept that there's more to life than just the stocks and bonds. A lot of times we focus on the non-stock and bond things that are still financial. It's social security and pensions and taxes and things like that. So it's almost like this leap uh, that some people need to make that yes, uh, you have your investments, but there's more things to finance than just the investments. And it seems like you're the one helping out with the leap of there's more things to life than just your, your financial <laughs> exactly. uh, means as well too. Kind of, well, who exactly. cares if you have the money, what are you gonna do with it? And so it's exactly. so great to, uh, you almost go from the investment advisor to the financial planner. And now here you are coming in to say, well, let's help you plan out your life as well. And I think that's mm -hmm. exactly why we got connected through the group called Return on Life. Yes, exactly. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, the financial piece is the real underpinning because let's face it, unless you have the financial wherewithal, you don't have a lot of choice in retirement. You're going to be hamstrung to try and, you know, take a, a vacation or upgrade your home or move or something like that. So it's really important to have that financial base. And what I've observed is that a lot of people, you know, the industry kind of sometimes ch uh, just focuses on you're going to have 10 million dollars when you retire or a million dollars or whatever not when you retire when you die who cares mm -hmm. if you haven't lived those last years of your life enjoyably and with a good feeling of satisfaction and so at the end of your life you can say you know i've lived a great life and my retirement years have been one of the best parts of my life then what's it all for? So we really think that that it's almost one third of a person's life is this time span in retirement. Yeah, when you think be. about, let's say the average um, life expectancy, maybe around 90 years old, that would be a good long life. The first 30 years are taken up with education, establishing a career, raising a family. Then 30 to 60 is kind of that period where people really um, finesse their career, they get ahead, they raise their children, pay off all their debts and really start to look forward to the next phase. And then you've got the 60, if you're lucky enough to retire mm -hmm. at 60, you've got the next 30 years. So we focus so much on the first two phases of life that we forget about the importance of planning in this third phase, this retirement phase. And it's a long one. You know, these days, longevity is really on our side. And uh, people don't realize that, um, you know, it takes a plan to really um, to get there. You know, we sometimes uh, think people say, well, I've got my bucket list. And when I retire, I'm going to mm -hmm. work on my bucket list. <laughs> and then after two years, they say, well, I've done everything on my bucket list. Now yeah, what? what's next? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Amazing. Yeah, you read all the financial articles and the you see the advertisements. It basically looks as if retirement is the end goal. And no, it's a transition. It's a transition into the last third of your life. I like how you break it down in the thirds. I've read articles where people break it down into fourths 
of your life every 25 years or fifths of your life every 20 years. We'll just have to get these uh, these folks on and maybe have a, a good argument, settle it out. Is it third, fourth, or fifth? We'll figure that one out. But I like yours <laughs> yeah. uh, right now because that really uh, really just talks through of just how how big of a deal retirement is. And you can't just leave it to chance. You can't believe it's just the end goal is hitting your retirement date. Your retirement date is just your transition into the next chapter. That's why you call it the next chapter. That's exactly why we named our company that. That's exactly it. Yes. And you know, this planning can start anywhere along the line. They're really what we think are four phases of planning. The first is the real planner people, the people that like to get a head start. So let's say they're, Mm -hmm. they're 60 years old and they have a plan they want to retire at 65 well you know they can start at 60 to start to map out those years beyond 65 and those people are really um, ahead of the game and well planned well organized and then we have people in the second phase of retirement planning that are let's say on the cusp of retirement so for example they've been downsized let go um you know, they've, they've sold a business they weren't maybe expecting, but an offer came out of the blue or they've just, um, you know, decided they want to move on, but they really haven't done any pre-planning. So it's not too late, but, you know, they do have to get at it. And then we have the third phase, which is what we call the retirement honeymoon. And these are people that say, I'm really looking forward to just playing golf or just, you know, going to the beach or something like that. And they come back after that honeymoon period is over. And they say, now what? And it's just like all honeymoons, really. They do come to an end. They don't last forever. So people in this honeymoon phase uh, need to get a plan. And then there are people that say, you know, I don't really need any help. I'm happily retired. But then they might think after a few years, you know, something's missing. Maybe there is more to life. And so that's what we call the fourth phase. And we see people in all those four phases of their planning. And what I can say is that, you know, five years is a good time to start and it's never too late then to revisit your retirement plan. Absolutely. I love how you have these different tools, these rubrics, you know, go from this step to that, that step. And I imagine a lot of people are going to be more educated about this transition to retirement just from this podcast. But beyond that, this is why we decided you alluded to it earlier. We decided to bring you on you and Marianne on to do a webinar for our clients. So uh, out there, anyone who's listening, make sure to uh, check out this webinar we're gonna do. It's on May 18th, 11 a.m. Central Time. We're gonna do a webinar where Marianne and Susan are going to talk through the three secrets for a happy retirement. And real quick, before I have you talk about those three, three secrets, what's interesting about this, one of the catalysts to starting this webinar is that a group we're associated with uh, Thrivent, they actually gave us a grant to do these educational webinars. And you as a business professional did some research on Thrivent. I've been associated with them for 18 plus years, and you were bringing some information to me that that I was a little bit, I wouldn't say new because I'm well aware of it, but the way it was presented was just so great. And you and Marianne just connected to it so well. I'm just going to read out a few of the things that you, you had shared with me and because it just connects so much to what uh, what you two do and why you are so excited to have uh, Thrive and sponsor your your webinar for our clients. Uh, but the two things that you had um, pointed out is kind of a statement of beliefs that Thrive and has out there. It said that Thrive and we believe money is a tool, not a goal. Driven by a higher purpose at our core, we are committed to providing financial advice to help people make the most of all they've been given. And then there is another article that lists five core beliefs 
And one of them, I'll just mention a couple of them. One of them was that we believe money is a tool, not a goal. And then another one that you just loved so much was we believe in enabling a fulfilling life today while preparing you for the future. And it just was such a great uh, congruence of we got a, a grant here from Thrivent. The idea of how they approach money just matches up so well with the way that you and Marianne approach money. So I just thought that was such a great uh, connection. Do you want, just share with me a little bit how you, you felt when you're reading, reading through all that. Yeah, well, when I read that, when I read about uh, Thrivent's five core beliefs, I just felt such resonance with it because when I talk, uh, I, mean, I mentioned earlier about the book, The Rich Life, Managing Wealth and Purpose, that's really what it was about, is the wealth is there, but unless it's connected to purpose. So I see money as, an, as something that provides opportunity. And really, to take advantage of all this, it's really about having the right mindset towards uh, your life and towards money and towards your purpose and so on. So in our work, we identify that there are two main types of mindsets. There's the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And people should really say, which mindset do I have? Have I got a fixed view of life and maybe a bit of a pessimistic uh, perspective? Or do I have a growth mindset? And so the rich life is really an example of the growth mindset. The rich life is the is my word and it's not really when some people think well rich it's just about money but if you actually go to the dictionary and you look up the real meaning of rich it means robust and full and fulsome it has a much broader context and that's the kind of an, um, description I want to use when we talk about the rich life so in the rich life there are really three aspects to it that I think are so important one is the live well so you know money is that enabler that allows people to live happily and and comfortably and so on but how you define live well is really a personal decision some people do equate it to having uh, tangible things properties and nice cars and all of that but living well can just be happy to learn um, enjoying the day-to-day -day aspects of life family friends that sort of thing and then the second aspect to the rich life is giving back and it doesn't have to be a big sum of money or money at all. Even, you know, um, helping out a neighbor. Uh, these days, people are baking and giving their, their sourdough bread away, you know. So mm -hmm. these are little ways of giving back. But volunteering, coaching a kid's soccer team, there's so many ways of giving back. And then finally, and this is what people later on in retirement start to think about is, what's my legacy? What's going to be here when I'm gone? And again, it doesn't have to be these big sums of money that endow the, the wing of the hospital. A legacy can be raising good children, having a great family, or it could be a tangible legacy like writing your memoirs or documenting your family tree. So these are the three aspects of the rich life. Live well, give back, and leave a legacy. Yeah, such a great uh, slogan. They should put that on t-shirts. It's just wonderful. <laughs> well, and that I never thought of that. That's an idea. There we go. New business venture for you there. Well, that, that right there, the rich life mindset is the first secret uh, of the three secrets for a happy retirement that you'll be sharing on the upcoming webinar. Uh, what's number two? So number two is, we don't want to give it all away, but we do talk about navigating the new retirement landscape. And this is really this choice that people have to make between whether they look at retirement as doom and gloom, the end of the road, over the hill, I'm old, I'm aging, 
or whether they say, you know, I'm really going to enjoy these best years of my life. We go through the phases that people in the webinar, you'll see that we go through the phases that people uh, pass through and the choices they make as they navigate this new retirement landscape. And let's face it, this is the first generation that really can look forward to re a long retirement. Previous generations didn't have the longevity that we have today. And so there are a lot of new opportunities and challenges that face people in navigating the new retirement landscape. And then we have the planning part of it. So um, Marianne talked about this in her webinar, and she's the creator of the happiness portfolio. And so the work that we do, we look at eight areas of a person's life, not including money. So these eight aspects of the happiness portfolio, non-financial, and those are that's the third secret is how you develop this happiness portfolio for your retirement. So we'll cover, we'll be covering all of those points in the May 18th webinar. And uh, we just really in, invite people to come and learn more about it. For many people, it's, this is a starting place for the, their thought process about retirement. And I can also suggest that couples should attend because retirement's not a solo. We might think, well, I'm retiring. How's that going to change my anything at home? But really, retirement has an impact on the couple and on the family. So we encourage mm -hmm. people to come and attend as a couple and even bring friends and colleagues that they that they work with and talk to about these things. You know, sometimes I find that people are reluctant to share uh, financial things with their friends and colleagues, but this isn't financial. We're not talking about money at all in this webinar. We leave the financial bit to you, Jeremy, but we'll be talking about everything else on the non-financial side of retirement planning. Yeah, you got it. Well, we'll make sure to link to the sign-up page for the webinar and the notes. And then the last step there, the last secret of diversify your happiness portfolio. Marianne was on our podcast a few episodes ago talking about that specifically. And I'm just loving that you had a concept called the rich life mindset. She had a concept called diversify your happiness portfolio. And just amazing the how the partnership together has just created even more uh, beyond that. So it's just a, a wonderful thing that you two uh, we're able yeah. to partner yeah, up it's through, tremendous through synergy. Group. Yeah, we're yeah. so complementary. It's tremendous synergy. And now we've developed uh, beyond the three secrets um, to a happy retirement webinar. We have four other ones as well. Mm -hmm. And what we're finding is people are coming back uh, in the polls we do in the end of the webinar. People say, uh, we ask them, you know, do you want to see more? Have you learned enough? And in the last uh, poll we took, 94% of the participants said they want to see more webinars like this put on by their advisor, and that mm -hmm. this was just the tip of the iceberg in their thinking about retirement. So, um, yeah, so there'll be more, too, coming from us. Yes, definitely. Well, what else might I have needed to ask you? What, what else should we take a look at? Um, well, I'm just to mention, it's not out yet, but I'm working on another book. It's called The Rich Life in Retirement. Way back in 06, when I wrote The Rich Life, Managing Wealth and Purpose, I wasn't really thinking about the rich life as it pertains to retirement. And so I decided to take a crack at updating that and writing a new book. So in that, I'll be sharing the steps that people should follow to achieve that and to work towards that rich life in retirement. And I'm just working on it now. It won't be out for a number of months, but I'll be happy to talk about it again on a future uh, podcast, Jeremy, and uh, share the the steps in the in the book that I think will be helpful to people. 
So we're just delighted, Marianne and I, to be working with you. And we think that our the work that we do is just the beginning of a really exciting new, um, almost industry, really, where people can come to a professional through their financial advisor and, uh, and gain some insights, knowledge, and help chart a course for their own retirement so they can really make retirement the happiest time of their life. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is great. I'm so glad that you put it out there too, that you're working on that book. That's one of the best ways to give yourself a commitment. People have heard about it. And so now you got to uh, make sure you reach the end goal, which I know you know you will. Wonderful. Well, outside of the, the website, nextchapterlifestyleadvisors.com, is, is that the best place to get a hold of you or what, how should yes. people reach out? Yeah. yeah, the best okay. would be either through the website, contact us, or directly to my email, or also connecting on LinkedIn. So I'm there on LinkedIn as well. If people want to have a look at my background and send me a message through LinkedIn, we can connect that way as well. So Great. I'm not hard to find. LinkedIn, that's, website, that's direct email. Exactly. Good. Well, Susan, I just got to thank you for, for coming on. We've learned a lot. I imagine, Eric, how are you feeling? Are you ready to live your rich life? Oh, absolutely. And here's the thing is that I love this subject. I love the, the work that you guys are doing, the passion that you bring to it, both you and your partner. And, and now that you're also uh, kind of partnering with Jeremy and, and what he does, I, I think it truly is a f- perfect fit. I, I, I don't know what else to say about that besides that you guys complement each other so, so well. I do have one question though. Uh, Susan, you said you're, you're reachable on LinkedIn. People can find you on LinkedIn. Can you do me a favor and spell your last name for the audience so they can find you a little easier on LinkedIn? Sure. I'll spell the first name too. It's Susan, S-U-S-A-N. And the last name is L-A-T-R-E-M-O-I-L-L-E. Perfect. That that's very helpful. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy and Susan, this is this is a fantastic show. Thank you so much for being on the show, Susan and Jeremy. Fantastic. Always getting the best guests for the audience. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun connecting with uh, Marianne and, and Susan here as well, especially to practice my one month worth of French to to work on our last name of Latremoy. So that's a, a, <laughs> yes. a fun little thing to do as well too. But yeah, thank you, Susan, for for coming on. Thank you, Eric, for and your production team for being a a part of this too. And I just want to say thank you to everyone else out there listening to the Retirement Reveal podcast. And we believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you're going to make better money decisions. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.